السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده ما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون صدق الله العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول الرب تبارك وتعالى اعددت لعبادي المتقين ما لا عين رات ولا اذن سمعت ولا خطر على قلب بشر او كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام Alhamdulillah, my dear respected brothers and elders. We are indeed fortunate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us to be from amongst the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Being from amongst the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as we may have heard time and again, has an added virtue, has an added benefit. Previous nations all will enjoy the benefit or the believers of the previous nations will all enjoy the benefit of La ilaha illallah. But it is only this ummah that will enjoy the benefit of Muhammadur Rasulullah. On account of Muhammadur Rasulullah, this ummah, despite having the shortest lifespan, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is mentioned in a hadith, A'maru ummati ma bina sitteen ila sab'eena sana o kama qala alayhi salatu wa salam. That our lifespan will only be between, the average lifespan will be between 60 and 70 years old. Despite having the shortest lifespan in comparison to the other nations, Nuh alayhi salatu wa salam, the Quran mentions that his dawat alone was for 950 years. So how long was the lifespan of the people of that of that era, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. But our 60 to 70 years pales in comparison to that. Despite being having such a short lifespan, we will have the largest number of occupants in Jannah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith, when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is shown the nations who will be entered Jannah, there will be some anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam who will come with one or two followers. Some will come with a handful of followers. Some Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam will come with no followers at all. No one had believed in the Dabi. Then you'll find other Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam like Musa alayhi salatu was salam and Isa alayhi salatu was salam. They will have a large number of followers. And when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will ask that where are my followers? He will be asked to look into the horizon on his right the followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will fill the horizon. Then the left as well, the followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as far as the eye can see, they will fill up the horizon. So how is it possible? More years should mean more time in Jannah, or more years should mean that they will enter Jannah first. Like in a hadith, one sahabi radiallahu ta'ala anhu, there were two sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, who, who accepted Islam at the same time, two brothers. 
One passed away a year after the other. Another Sahabi radiallahu ta'ala who sees in a dream that the brother who passed away second, he entered Jannah before the brother who passed away first. This defied logic which we would apply. That that person who passed away first should enter Jannah first. So he takes this to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives the reply that did not that brother who lived one year longer, who passed away a year later, do one year of ibadah, one year of salah, one year of fasting, one year of zakah, one year of the nafil ibadat as well. So on account of his added ibadah, he entered Jannah before the brother who passed away before him. So according to this, the nations that came before us, not only did they come before us, but their lifespans were far longer than, than, than ours. Yet we will enter Jannah before them, and we will be afforded the highest stages of Jannah. This is the benefit of Muhammadur Rasulullah. But why is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us this luxury? How is it possible that we will, ent- we will be the largest in number and we will enter Jannah before them? One is by default Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Man jaa bil hasana falahu ashru amthaliha. Automatically at any time during the year, one action that we do will be multiplied by default on account of Muhammadur Rasulullah. By default it will be multiplied ten times. Wallahu yudha'ifu liman yashan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will multiply for whomever he wishes to however, whatever number Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes. Thereafter we find certain times during the year wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the opportunity to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thereby multiplying our reward. Then we find ourselves approaching, fast approaching the month in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us even a greater ability to surpass the other nations. That one sunnah act will be granted the reward of a farad act. And one farad act, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will multiply it again by minimum 70 times. And that is during the month of Ramadan. But we find, my dear brothers, the month of Ramadan is not just a month in which we, we limit our ibadah during that month only. But the month of Ramadan, my dear brothers, is a month in which we will make our, a change in our life for the better, for the future as well. We are all on a journey. We all have a goal. And our goal is to enter Jannah, not just to enter Jannah, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, سَابِقُوا إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Not just make an effort towards Jannah, but vie with one another. Why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ask us to vie, to compete with one another? Is It is the na- human nature. That when a person individually acts, or he individually does something, he will not be motivated in comparison to when he is being compared to another human being of the same caliber. That's why you find a person when he is running, if he's running on his own, he, he will not be spurred on to break records, or to even beat his own personal best, if he is not running side by side with someone else. Another human will spur his fellow human to achieve better than what he, is, what he assumed he was capable of. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to, to compete with one another, not with regards to dunya, but with regards to akhirat, with regards to jannah. 
with regards to ibadat, we have to vie with one another, compete with one another. And who does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in most of the ayat of the Quran and Kareem, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Who is Jannah, uh, who is Jannah promised for? Uiddat lil muttaqeen. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared it for those who have taqwa. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the fasting during the month of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu kutiba alaykumus siyam kama kutiba alal ladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon. That fasting has been prescribed upon us so that we may attain taqwa. So taqwa is not limited or attaining taqwa or attainment of taqwa is not limited to one month. But this month will assist us in our long-term goal. When a person opens up a business, and really my dear brothers, Deen hal adullukum ala tijaratin tunjikum min adabin alim. This Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to it as a business as well. This is a business that will save us from a painful punishment. Tu'minuna billahi wa rasuli. That you bring iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you bring iman in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, like a person applies his mind to business when he starts off a business, when he has short term goals, then he has long term goals and long term projections. That at a certain point, I will, I will have a certain amount of turnover. No one in their aspirations for their own monetary commitments will have within their aspirations for their business that at a certain point I will, li- I will liquidate my business. I will close it down and then I will live the rest of my life as a pauper. So this is with regards to the dunya, with regards to deen as well, we must have aspirations. Long-term commitments and long-term goals that how we can utilize the month of Ramadan, not just for the month of Ramadan, but how we can utilize the month of Ramadan to remain committed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remain committed to this goal of attaining Jannah by instilling within us taqwa. So how do we do this, my dear brothers? One is our approach to the month of Ramadan. That before the month of Ramadan comes in, already we should have within ourselves that aspiration that now the month of Ramadan is going to come upon us. Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum said with regards to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not fast as much as much as he did out of the month of Ramadan like he did in the month of Shawwal. in the month of Sha'ban. That is the month preceding the month of Ramadan. That for most of the month of Sha'ban, already Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, preparing himself for the month of Ramadan, used to increase the number of fasts that he used to keep during the month. (coughs) Then mentally as well, we have to begin that commitment to the month of Ramadan. When a baker begins to bake, when a cook begins to cook, the fire of cooking begins, is lit, or the oven is prepared long before the bread is actually put into the oven. So that once the bread is put into the oven, the process of baking begins immediately. It should not be that once the month of Ramadan begins, then we begin to find, try to find our footing, try to find our, our goals and our direction. But it should be that before the month of Ramadan already sets in, that we already have to be into that, into that system of that added ibadah, the added tilawah, the added dhikrullah. 
already we should be staying away from haram. Again, when it comes to haram, the month of Ramadan is not to put the pause on, on our ma'asiyat, on our disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it should be utilized to put an end to whatever we have been involved in. So that after the month of Ramadan, we will continue to live our lives like we have been living in the month of Ramadan. That taqwa, the dictates of taqwa will, will, will be that we do not return to the life that we have been living before the month of Ramadan. In the ayah that I read, that سَابِقُوا إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضُ عِدَّتْ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي السَّرَّاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضَ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاحِشَةً أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ ذَكَرُوا اللَّهَ فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ That one of the dictates of taqwa is that a person opens his heart, opens his pockets to those who are less fortunate, whether he's in the state of prosperity, whether he's in the state of adversity, even if he has tasaddaq walu tamra, even if he has not even a full date, even if he has a portion of a date to give, he will give that in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether he has or he doesn't have, he still attempts to give sadaqah. Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, when the call was given to spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the battle, there was a battle, a hard fought battle, at the time of, 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 of difficulty. Some came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, تَوَلُّوا وَأَعْيُنُهُمْ تَفِيضُ مِنَ الدَّمْعِ حَزَنًا أَلَّا يَجِدُوا مَا يُنْفِقُونَ That they came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they turned away, their eyes were flowing with tears, out of sadness, that they did not even have one cent to spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the heart was there. The desire to spend was there. Likewise, my dear brothers, we should have the desire to spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Dictates of taqwa. Fasting is for taqwa to come into us. One of the dictates of taqwa is what? Not that a person does not become angry. That a person swallows his anger. When he becomes angry, he does not meet it out. In the hadith, a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam speaks about anger, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam does not speak about not getting angry. To become angry is human nature. But to control that anger, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, مَنْ كَذَمَ غَيْضًا وَهُوَ قَادِرٌ عَلَىٰ إِيُنَفِّذَهُ دَعَاهُ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَلَىٰ عَلَىٰ رُؤُوسِ الْخَلَائِقِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ حَتَّى يُخَيِّرَهُ مِنَ الْحُورِ الْعِينِ مَا شَاءَ that that person who swallows his anger whilst he has the capability of, of meeting it out, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call him on the day of Qiyamah in front of all the creation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will then tell him that now go and choose from whichever of the hurayin or whichever of the damsels of Jannah you desire. While we are fasting, we cannot swallow anything but our anger. So this we have to, again, before the month of Ramadan sets in, do not become a person who only worships the month of Ramadan. But be a person who worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and utilizes the month of Ramadan to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So before the month of Ramadan comes in, already we should be able to control our nafs with regards to, with regards to our tongue, with regards to our thought, thoughts as well. Thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to describe people of taqwa. وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاحِشَةً أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ ذَكَرُوا اللَّهَ فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ Again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not speak about those who do not sin. 
But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about those who sin. وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاحِشَ أَوْ ظَلَمُوا Not just sin, but they commit an obscene or lewd act. Such a sin. That's وَكَرِهْتَ أَيَّ الطَّلِعَ عَلَيْهِ النَّاسِ You do not want anyone to come to know about it. مَا حَاكَ فِي صَدْرِكَ وَكَرِهْتَ أَيَّ الطَّلِعَ عَلَيْهِ النَّاسِ You commit it in secret, such a lewd and immoral act. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about that. وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعِلُوا فَاحِشَ أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ ذَكَرُوا اللَّهِ They remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the dictate of taqwa. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْا إِذَا مَسَّهُمْ طَائِفٌ مِّنَ الشَّيْطَانِ تَذَكَّرُوا فَإِذَا هُمْ مُبُصِرُونَ This is how we want to, the, our long-term aspiration. That when we come out of the month of Ramadan, that this is what we should aspire to be after the month of Ramadan. Do not look to only worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the month of Ramadan. But we will now enter the month of Ramadan with this aspiration that this is how I will be once the moon of Eid is sighted. I will continue to live my life in this manner. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ اتَّقُوا إِذَا مَسَّهُمْ طَائِفٌ مِّنَ الشَّيْطَانِ Then we will know that your fasting and your ibadah during the month of Ramadan has been accepted. That you are not a person, not a Ramadani, not a person who was worshipping the month of Ramadan, but you are a Rabbani, the person who was worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That when shaitan gets hold of you, that you, you remember that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is watching us at every given moment. With regards to this ayah, there is an incident during the time on which I will conclude inshallah, that there was an incident during the time of uh, Amir al-Mu'mineen, Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an, of a youngster who was extremely handsome. And there was a woman in, in, in Medina at the time who was a bit loose. And when this youngster caught her eye, she immediately had evil intentions towards this youngster. But this youngster being in the company of the Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, he had the spark of iman, he had taqwa within him. So naturally she will not be able to, to get him in the way that she wanted. So she invited him into her house under the guise of requiring some assistance. When the youngster entered her house and he realized what her intentions were, immediately this ayah came to mind. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ اتَّقُوا إِذَا مَسَّهُمْ طَائِفٌ مِّنَ الشَّيْطَانِ تَذَكَّرُوا That that when shaitan gets hold of them, they remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They take heed. The taqwa kicks in. And they fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when this ayah came, came, into his, came into his heart and into his mind, immediately he fell down unconscious. So this woman, assuming that he had passed on, she gets the assistance of, of one or two men, and she leaves him at the door of, her, of his father. When he, when he wakes up, the, the father realizes that the son had not passed away. When he wakes up, the father, the father asks him, what had, what had transpired? Why did you, I find you collapsed at my door? So this youngster, first out of shyness, embarrassed by what had transpired. This is haya, al-haya wa shobatu min al-iman. Modesty is part of iman. He, he, he did not want to divulge what had occurred, even though he was not at fault. And after some persistence, command of the father, he, he, gives, he, he tells his father what had occurred. So his father asks him again, what was the ayah that came to your mind? How did you protect yourself from the wiles of shaitan? This youngster recites, recites that ayah again, This is taqwa, this is iman. 
He recites his ayah to his father and he breathes his last and he passes away into the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as was the as is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the dictates of sharia, they hastened with the burial of this youngster, performed his janazah salah and buried him. It was late at night, they did not inform Hazrat uh, Amir al-Mu'min and Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. When Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu hears of what had happened in the morning, immediately he goes to the qabr of this youngster. And this is a karama from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only gifted to a selected few. That Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu addresses the qabr of this youngster and he tells him, Ya Shabab, that O oh, youngster, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran Kareem, Waliman khafa maqama rabbihi jannatan. That that person who has the true fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his heart, who has true taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises him two jannah in the year after. Do you see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised you? From within the grave, the, the, the reply comes. That, oh, Amirul Mu'mineen, bear witness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already given me those two jannah. This is what we have to inspire, aspire towards. This is what the month of Ramadan is about. Not a period of ibadah, not a period of worship for 29 or 30 days. But our long-term goal is that we should have that fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala within us till the day we pass away. We pass away with a good mood, with the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our heart, with the words of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah emanating from our lips. So that we enter Jannah, my dear brothers, not just Jannah, but Jannatul Firdos, the higher, higher stages of Jannah. So that we can have the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hereafter. And this will not come through an effort of 30 days or 29 days, my dear brothers, and then living the rest of the year as we, as we desire. But when this month comes upon us, we enter with that aspiration to turn our lives around, make it a Rabbani life, the life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. Then, my dear brothers, we will find that the true taqwa will enter our hearts at every aspect of our life. Not only when it comes to people of the opposite gender, but every aspect of our life, our business dealings, that our social dealings, our akhlaq, our character, all of that will be changed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq and understanding. Just one announcement, inshallah, that after the Maghrib salah today, inshallah, with regards to another fitna that is very rife in worldwide, the fitna of LGBT, there will be a, a bayan by Muhammad Hassan Rabot, inshallah, very important program. All brothers are requested attention.